What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, this is Steve Austin. I am reading today's podcast from 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12 in the NIV version of the Bible. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. So this section of scripture uh, verses begins with but. So anytime you see a section of scripture beginning with but, we need to refer back to this section before that. So I'll read that super quick. We heard from uh, Marilyn yesterday, and she did such a great job, but uh, I'll just go back and read those verses just to make sure we are uh, we know where we're coming from. So um, the section of Scripture beforehand says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Of course, he's talking about Jesus here. Now, to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined to do. So the but we begin with here in verse 9 is because of the verses that I just read. They are referring to those people who have rejected the message of Christ. And Peter is encouraging those who have received that message by reminding them of who they are and what they now have as a result of receiving Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So to close out these verses, he then reminds them how they are to conduct themselves as followers of Christ. So the takeaway here is this. Who we are determines how we live. Who we are determines how we live. What you believe about who you are drives, determines, and motivates everything in life, especially our behavior. So as we agree with the truth about who we are, the natural overflow of that truth is that we live the life that God has called us to live. It's the natural overflow. When we believe the wrong things about who we are, we are caught in those lies. Those lies keep us in bondage, and therefore we live a life of lies destined for death, hell, the grave. As we agree with the truth about who we are, we see ourselves in light of God's perspective, and that truth then sets us free to think the way that God thinks, to live the way that Jesus lived his life. So Peter is reminding them of this great truth here. Let me just read the first three verses. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you were, you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. 
Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. In other words, as you begin, as we begin to agree with God, to see ourselves in light of who we are, the natural overflow comes as verse 12 reminds us. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. You know, I'm reminded of Acts 4.13. When those watching saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Wow. So let me leave you with just a couple of little thoughts here. First off, Truth sets us free and lies keep us in bondage. If you uh, know me much, then you know that um, that is part of the mantra that you'll hear from me always. Jesus says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Well, what truth is that? Here it is. There is only one truth and that's God's perspective. God has a perspective on everything. The enemy only has one trick and that's to twist what we believe truth is. And so therefore, we only have one responsibility. I like to keep it super simple. We only have one responsibility, and that's to agree with God, to agree with God's perspective. So as we agree with God, in spite of what we feel and what we see the evidence of in our lives, when I agree with God that I am who he says I am, I get the benefit of living the best life possible. Listen, God has a view of us. Colossians 3.2 says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So we are hidden. Christ covers us. He is over us. He blocks the view of the old self from God's perspective because we are now seen through the lens of Jesus because the blood of Christ has covered us. The, the Spirit of God has sealed us for an eternity. So let me remind you, as, as, as Peter does, we are a chosen people. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are God's special possessions. He has called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We were once not even considered a people, but now we are the people of God. We had not received mercy. Now we have received mercy. We are foreigners and exiles in this world. We are eternal beings purchased by the Father's love toward us through the blood of his own Son, which he sacrificed in our place, motivated by pure love, when Christ took our place on the cross. Wow, man. Folks, listen, that is worth celebrating. So, as we heard from Nick in Sunday's message, worship is a lifestyle that flows out of a position of gratitude toward the one who is worthy of our praise. So as we accelerate in this series, as we push down the gas, think about who you are from God's perspective. And I assure you, the most natural worship will immediately follow such great gratitude toward the one who gave us this new life. Man, I hope you are encouraged today, and I hope you are beginning to see yourself the way God sees you, because that is the truth about who you are, and that will make all the difference in your life.
Blessings, and I hope you continue to tune in to our podcast tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.